0: Obviously, on the Loyal Littles podcast. When you're this close, you can hear that ball hit the mitt. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're on pins and needles here. Get down, get down, get down. It's down, it's down, it's yes, through. Yes. We're going to walk it off. We're One walk run it will score. Go, 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 oh, we're go, walking go, it go, off. Go, 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 we're going to walk go, it off. Here's the ball game. Run, 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 run.
1: Yeah, the lights Woo! are
0: going. We walked it off. The Mets win. The the win. win. That's the way La and cheesery in. night should end. That's how the cheesery night should end. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast.
2: On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck.
0: Uh, we're still flying high here. Oh, my god. I know it's been a week. How exciting was that? That
2: was so cool. It was electrifying in the stadium.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, oh. lights were flashing. It was like.
2: The stadium was lit. <laughs>
0: It was like (laughs) the natural is what it was. That's how they do it now. And a lot of stadiums do that when they hit home runs now. Uh They turn off all the lights and flash them and strobe Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. But, I mean, that was just so exciting. And to be doing it live, I swear that – we didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, yeah. we were just trying to get the guests in before we got thrown out of right. the stadium. It was so
2: fun to have that experience with Dan Byrne. I know.
0: That was so exciting. Yeah. I mean, he's sitting there. He's kind of wanting to watch the game, but yet I know. very <laughs> kind to be doing the interview with us because yeah. he knew he hadn't been on yet. And yeah, uh, yeah it was just so exciting. So we're going to get all into the trip and all of that stuff, the travel to and from yep. Syracuse and some of our... What we did, yeah, along the way, but we wanted to get a couple of these emails in first. We got so many again. This is so great. Thank you, littles. You're the best. We heard from Mo Warner, episode 86. He said episodes 259 and 260 were such great episodes. Loved hearing Chris Campbell's story, especially about the Nats' 2019 World Series experience. And if La Chiserie part Repart du is any indication, Numero Trace is going to be lit. Love the live podcasting during the game, especially the walk-off call with Dan Byrne. Instant classic. Well done. <laughs> now we couldn't agree more. I know. I mean, as we were just saying, but let's Way go. Way to
2: use lit too. Well, let's that go. Was great. <laughs> let's go back to
0: numero <laughs> trace, shall we? Uh huh. Because <laughs> that's what I thought too. But obviously, that's not French. At least I don't think so. Kristen LeBlanc, episode one seventy-six, to the rescue.
1: It was a great podcast from the Syracuse Mets, Le Chiserie, Part Deux. But I figured I had to chime in when you guys were not sure what the number three in French was. So I figured that's a job for your French-Canadian, loyal little, a man named Kristen. It is Trois. Un, deux, et trois. Merci.
0: So thank you, Episode 176, for that. (laughs)
2: Littles, don't forget (laughs) (laughs)
0: And I highly recommend this, especially if, although we know now some littles do it on purpose, Mm -hmm. they want us to mispronounce things so they can correct us. Yes. But if you want a guarantee, just send us a voice memo. Send us a voice memo. You can do those. You just heard it. But it comes Chuck, out great.
2: I believe I had that.
0: I you know, I was I was gonna bring bring that Unless up. Unless you
2: edited me out.
0: No, I don't think I did. I think it's in the episode, but it's kind of it's loud. It was a loud episode. True. We're, we're also gonna get into that. We got a <laughs> lot of really good compliments about the live podcast. Okay. Now, obviously when you heard it it wasn't live, but they really like the live feel yeah. of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know how we could really do that. I mean, we obviously know we do meetups at Hurley's all the time. I'm sure they would let us go upstairs and record a podcast. But, I mean, it's different when there's nobody there. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I don't think we'd get quite that crowd (laughs) like we did for La Cheeserie Night. Yeah. So I think we'll keep it for now to special occasions. But I understand what they mean. It's a different environment when you have Littles there watching you. And at one point we were getting filmed for the TV. I don't know what that was for. Oh, that
2: was crazy. Jason Sparrow, what was
0: that? I mean, like I said, we weren't. On the Jumbotron. Oh,
2: right. We weren't at that point. Mm No.
0: I think it was just archival, to be honest. I don't know. But it was kind of cool. I mean, it was Ritz was there. The three of us were. I
2: didn't know what to do with my face. Yeah.
0: I mean, we (laughs) were like, do we just keep going? Do we look forward? Do we look at the camera? (laughs) We're such amateurs. We didn't know what to do. But it was kind of cool because he was clearly going all around us, getting video of us recording the podcast. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. So anyway, and like I said, we'll get back to some of that in our emails later in the show. But one more before we continue. It says, Dear Choxie, you rock. Thanks for sharing the details about the big We Will Rock Cancer annual concert on October 14th at Capital One Hall in Tysons, Virginia. Now, first of all, this is obviously from Tim Reed. We're more than happy to do that. We're going to continue plugging it oh, for you. Yes, I mean, that's absolutely. what we do here. It's, it's mm-hmm. a podcast for the littles about littles. So yes. that's what we're going to do. The concert features the only DC appearance this year for the Pat McGee Band, also episode 258, and John Popper from Blues Traveler. Now, we forgot, I don't know if oh. we mentioned that last time. The guy from Blues Traveler, John Popper, he will be <laughs> playing with the Pat McGee Band. Now, that's a little sad to hear. This is the only DC appearance. Maybe he means for the rest of this year. Maybe. Because we're, we're winding down. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, He says, our dermatologist will be providing free skin cancer screenings before the show, and in light of the recent huge loss of Jimmy Buffett to skin cancer, there's no better time to get a skin screening. For more info and tickets to the October 14th event, visit werockcancer.org. And for a limited time, don't forget, you can use the code CHOXY to save 20% off the standard ticket price. Littles, take advantage of these code offers. I mean, so generous of Tim Reed. says, thanks for rocking cancer with us. Tim Reed, founder of We Rock Cancer, episode 258. Littles, take advantage. I mean, the kindness that these gentlemen are doing. And this concert sounds lit, as Roxy <laughs> it's would say. lit. Uh, so make sure you do that. Go to WeRockCancer.org, or I'm sure there's a link there where you can just make a donation if you can't make it to the concert. But use our code.
2: JOXIE!
0: For 20% off. Don't want to miss out on that opportunity. That's going to be a great time. And then I love this. He says, for the esteemed producer. Hi, Lewis, <laughs> Thanks for all the sharing and mentions. We are beyond grateful. You are clear to use any and all of Pat McGee music we shared as play-ins on the show. The calendar info is provided below, and we will let you know before the code expires. Thank you. Truly grateful to all of you and all of Little Nation, Tim. So that's ex- we'll definitely get some more Pat McGee yeah. man- band music in here because that definitely. was great stuff. And again, as it, he just reminded, the code will expire before the event. So don't wait. Littles, go over to WeRockCancer.org right now. Do not wait. Make sure you get your tickets. Make sure you use the code and get your 20% off. Choxie, Absolutely. Okay. And real quick, Roxy, we have one. Thank you. Brian Becker, episode 83. He used the code. Ooh. He used our Venmo code. Yeah. And this was really sweet. Of course, it says in the memo, uh, he called it the quote Syracuse part de stipend. <laughs> now, I don't know what that is. We're kind of confused by that. I don't know what the stipend is for. Uh, Everyone else forgot to pay the stipend, I guess, guess. but thank you. Very generous, Brian Becker. He just went over to our Venmo page. You can do that this way. If you don't like a reoccurring thing, it's one time. You go to Venmo. You search us by using our code.
2: LLpod. Just
0: look that up. Type in LLpod. Our little logo, care of episode four, Eric Lonergan, will come up, and you can make a one-time donation to the podcast. We really appreciate it. It really does help. And you can always, of course, become a supporter of the podcast, And go to our website,
2: LoyalLittlesPod.com. Just head over
0: there, scroll to the bottom. You'll see the Spotify anchor link and all the details are in there. You can support the podcast for as little as 99 cents a month. Yes. That's like getting eight episodes for 99 cents. Yes. So any of y'all, we appreciate all you do for us. We really do. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Now, Roxy, I think the listeners might want to know about our trip.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: It was lit. I'm going to use that over (laughs) and over now. It's going to be overused (laughs) before this episode is over. But no, we had such a great time. It was so great to get away. Fortunate. Yeah. (laughs) Roxy's definitely looking into... Yeah. Anyway. Well, they'll hear in our Meet the Littles guest
2: today. Yeah. Okay. mm -hmm. More
0: about that. Yes. Seeking out alternate methods from buying a house, I guess you would say. Yep. But let's just... I mean, so we left Monday, actually. We did. And we got to go up to Chatham, New York, Mm -hmm. and to see a dear friend of mine uh, and... It's been a long time. It's been,
2: been quite a few years. Yeah,
0: and so we we're happy to do that. We also got to attend the Columbia County Fair.
2: We sure did.
0: Uh, I was a little bit of a downer. I, I to know, be now,
2: Chuck. Yeah.
0: Littles, for those of you that know, I grew up in Columbia County, okay? So this as a kid and as an adult, even through college and oh, stuff, yeah. this was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, this always marked... It was sad, though, because it always marked the end of summer. Right. Because it always was over Labor Day and then in upstate New York, where I'm from, yes, I said upstate... <laughs> <laughs> they would always start school on that Wednesday. So yep. the last day of the fair was Labor Day, mm-hmm. and then you'd have a day to recover. Yep. And then you had <laughs> to go to do. school. Yes. But the Monday, which is the day we happened to go, we went on Labor Day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sad because you're not it's the for last day. Yeah, it's the last day of the fair. But we did get to go see some pig races. We did. That was cute. <laughs> Roxy got to pet some cows.
2: Oh, that was cool. Yep, smelled, but (laughs) it was cool.
0: But that was really about it. We didn't go on any rides. We didn't really play any games except that quarter game where you try to win quarters. Roxy was a sucker for that. There were
2: there was a hundy in there. There was a fifty. Okay, but you know
0: the hundy was taped.
2: Was it, though? It definitely was, Roxy,
0: they're not going to put $100 bills hanging over. I mean, this thing was practically over the edge.
2: Oh, it was so close. It was just so weighted down by everything else. It
0: was buried with quarters. But, Roxy, those quarters kept pushing on top of it. It would shove it down. It's taped. It's got to be. It's (sighs) a scam. Come on, Roxy. Don't be so gullible. Oh, now some of the other now some of the other ones like the five dollar bills. And th- mm-hmm. I'll give you; those are probably just sitting yeah. there, okay? Because yeah. it's going to cost you twenty five dollars to get that five dollar bill, mm-hmm. and that's what they're hoping for, I think. <laughs> but it, it does pass some time. It's fun. It's exciting sometimes. Also, and
2: you know what I noticed? There was like a trap door, not a oh door, off but off to the side. I never noticed that before. Yeah, that's the so house. It, yeah. So if a quarter goes in there, then you don't get it. The
0: house gets it.
2: That's so lame. It's.
0: it's Roxy, it's that's a big scam. That's so lame. But Roxy wanted to stay there, and it was like, just $5 more, just $5 <laughs> more. We probably spent like 20 bucks there. Probably. And lost. Probably. But that's okay. It was fun. We had some fun. Yeah. But we got our pepperoni sandwich. That's yes. the key.
2: This time, though, we split yes, one. Yes, we split
0: because Chuck here has a bad habit of um, devouring his, and, and then Roxy only sick. wants like half of hers, <laughs> if that. And so then They're I so her
2: big. That's what she said.
0: <laughs> we're going to be on top of that episode Oh, shoot. Was that
2: supposed to be a... Weren't we playing a game where the littles tell us the time stamp? Well,
0: we're going to get to that later okay. in the episode. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was the suggestion by 178. All right. That's
2: the reminder for everyone. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we only got one and split it. And then we got to have some desserts and things like yeah. that. So that was nice. So yeah. anyway. That
2: yeah. But we missed the Demolition Derby. And that's honestly probably the best part at this point yeah. for us.
0: And come to find out, my nephew was in said Demolition Derby. Oh, my gosh. But right. my sister never told me. No so we didn't. Well, I
2: don't think she knew. I, I don't think she, she knew. knew right away.
0: Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. maybe next year, but we got there. Now, I also said to you, because the prices went up just to get in, <laughs> I mean, it was like, I'm okay if we had never go again because okay. the one game we really liked Wasn't is not there. there. It's no. not been there for two or three no. years now. We missed out
2: on the taffy. We missed out yeah. on.
0: Well, that was because we went yeah. the last night mm-hmm. because things were shutting down. Yeah, so. right. Okay. Right. Well, let's move on to Lachizery night, the important yes. part. Yes. Okay, so we get out to Syracuse. I think we've already kind of mentioned this in the last episode, so we won't go too much into it. But we get there a little early so we can hit Jake Hafner's restaurant, yes. tavern, mm-hmm. as he calls it, and what a great time that was! Oh,
2: the place I is awesome. I
0: had the chicken and biscuits.
2: It was good, right?
0: Amazing, <laughs> just as advertised from his it episode. It was lit. It was lit. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Seriously, Littles, if you ever get there, it's what he recommends, and I highly recommend it as well. Mm-hmm. It almost tasted, it reminded me of Thanksgiving a little bit.
2: Okay. Because the, the, the gravy, gravy,
0: oh my God, it was so good. R- I don't know why, it just reminded me of things. I know I was eating chicken, I get that. It's not sure, a, a sure. chicken holiday normally, it's turkey, right, but right. that's what it reminded Somewhere? me of mm-hmm. with the biscuits, and oh, it was just so good. Yeah. So, good. so then we get over to the stadium can't speak highly enough of Jason Smorrell. just the hosting yeah. and just the generosity mm-hmm. of him putting up with us and <laughs> hosting us, getting us tables, whatever we needed. Yeah. We got. Mm-hmm. I mean, tables, chairs. Cheers, yeah. You know, just, I'll be right there. You know, I mean, he's just so accommodating mm-hmm. and we really want to just say thank you from the bottom of our hearts for including us in this huge event yeah. now. Yeah. It's become a huge event. It's a huge event. I'm sorry. The uh, I, We don't like to say, you know, I, we don't say mediums anymore. We don't Say anything like that. I was just using the term heavy hitters. I mean, everyone that was there was a heavy hitter, essentially. Yeah. And it was just so much fun. And to see Dan Byrne perform a live mini concert. Yes. And Mm. then for him to just bring the guitar down into the stands. That was
2: amazing. This is the
0: only down, this is the only bad part. We are so busy during this event because they wanted recording us to help. Recording for
2: everyone. Well, recording, yeah. and then we wanted and to help
0: with the events, the contests, and yes, things like that. Yes. So we missed all this other stuff. <laughs> I know. Like, there were a lot of times where the things happening on the big screen, we missed it.
2: Oh, I have know? no idea.
0: Someone yelled, hey, there's Lee Gordon on the big c-. I'm like, oh, my gosh, there he is. You know, that kind of <laughs> thing. We missed the whole tossing of the golf balls into the heated toilet seats.
2: <laughs> I saw a little bit of that, oh but my gosh. not much. Yeah.
0: Freaking mm-hmm. hilarious. Oh. So the people that came up with these events, it's just fantastic. And then we have to give really, really special props to Tom Mosser, who the paintings he... brought. I don't think you realize the cost of these paintings that he has on his website that he just brought for free. Yeah. To just give away to the Mm -hmm. Littles. There wasn't even like a a raffle of some sort to like raise money for something, which I think Jason realized that was kind of a mistake. He probably (laughs) should have done that. And I think we could have made a lot more money. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think that was Tom's... Thought, though, because like he said, it was bark at the park night. Yep. And so, you so know, his painting with the dog, it was perfect, yeah. you know, and like he said, he was just happy to do it, and that's really sweet. So they wanted us to pick winners, and we were like, we can't do that. <laughs> There's no way we are going to do that. No. So that's where we came up with the ideas. you know what, we're just going to have everyone write their name put it on a piece of paper, we'll throw it in a bag, and we hope we got everyone because the other downfall was like the Sharamitas couldn't sit with us because they had their dog with them, so they were on the other side, but we made sure we got their names in the raffle and all that stuff. Yep. And uh, so hopefully it was a good time, was had by all. We got some really good pictures, and they're on our website. Definitely. Loyalittlespod.com. Yes. Just updated them. There's a new link. I changed it from Summer Little's Fun to luchies night fun yeah and so now because our website only sports x amount of pictures yes so, but we're working on that we are that's a tease maybe hey. someday we'll get to there so anyway <laughs> all right roxy then uh, for me sentimentally the best part of the trip for me a- had to be after. had to be the day after on Absolutely. the way home me too on our way there i saw exit 33 off the throughway mm-hmm. as we're driving there because mm-hmm. this year we came up from chatham so yes. we came west yep. instead of from the south yep And that was the exit I grew up on. Basically, we get off there every weekend during the summers because that's where Verona, New York, it's where Vernon Downs is, the horse track. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really have time because we wanted to get to Jake's on the way. So we said, well, maybe on the way back, I'll pull over off the exit. And it's only like about five minutes off the exit. So I said, maybe I can show you around a little bit. And Wow. That's all I can say. We got...
2: It was so special. We got
0: super lucky. We went to the swim hole I went as a kid. Ugh, I found that, which that you can't beautiful. find. It's, it's off in the back of a the post office. office.
2: Park and it's yeah. bare. It's hidden. Yeah, it's this hidden it's gem, a gem in
0: Verona, New York. And that I remembered how to get there. So we went there. We got our feet wet Ugh. there. And then Gorgeous. we went to drive by my cousin's old farm just yeah. to take a picture. But the big highlight was I said, I don't even know how to get to the front of the track because as owners and groomers, you always entered the back of the track. Uh-huh. So I went down there. I even said to you, I'm like, we're not going to be able to go in because the security's so tight. I said, but at least maybe we can get out and take some pictures. I get out. Security guard comes, of course, walking what over. What are you doing here? What are you? Can I help you? You uh-huh. know, I was like, no, no, no. I haven't been here in like 30 some years. I just wanted to take some pictures. And he's like, oh. And so I mentioned my cousin. And he had only been there for three years. And he was kind of having He was kind of like saying, Well, I'd love to let you go in, but I'm not sure. Well, maybe. And as that was happening, another truck pulled up that was checking in horses. Yep. And he he actually did a a smart thing. He actually said, hey, do you remember this guy? And he gave him my cousin's name, and he was like, of course I remember him. He hasn't been around in years, and he's like, oh, well, this is his cousin, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, Littles, the guy, with his name was Chip. Chip. I wish I could remember his last name. Yes. Really sweetheart of a guy. He owns horses in one of the barns. He said, you're with me, follow me. We got to go in. Uh. We got to go in. We got to go all through the paddocks. Yeah. Roxy, we got to go to the blacksmith. Yes. So Roxy got to see an actual blacksmith changing a shoe on the yes, horse. Yes,
2: that was so cool. But Another coo- smelly moment. Yes. But. <laughs>
0: cool. but the coolest thing was Roxy got to go in the barn and pet the horses oh, and stuff like so that. they were so sweet. Chuck got to go up to the racetrack, the actual racetrack, because yeah. they also have a jogging track in the paddock. But we got to drive up to the racetrack yep, that and was actually cool. see the track where it's just... It's and we
2: got to take home some discarded... Yes. Horseshoes.
0: Horseshoes. And we got some souvenirs, that basically. It was so cool. It was great. And for me, I mean, obviously, La Cheesenerie Night, and mm-hmm. especially the way it ended, yeah. it was amazing and lit but just to know,
2: see how it how much it meant to you being there yeah I mean, again after all these years that bringing was back great
0: some major childhood memories mm-hmm. so i thank you for allowing uh, us to I do love that, that stuff. i'm glad i got to share it with you so. i love
2: that stuff you know that and you got to pet horses i know that was really cool so we got some really good them. videos maybe we'll oh, post one of those they were so cute so
0: but we got to get to our meet the littles guest so don't go anywhere we'll be right back with
2: meet the littles <laughs>
1: This is Dave Spector from Bell's Up Winery. While our hosts take a quick break, wouldn't it be a good time to pour yourself a nice glass of Pinot Noir? I mean, Chuck and Roxy are probably enjoying one themselves right now, so why shouldn't you? Okay, now back to THE Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
0: better we are being played in by indie folk alternative pop artist rachel king and she's based right here in new york city and has played such stages as carnegie hall lincoln center joe's pub and the muni out in st louis she graduated from berkeley college of music in 2023 with a b.a in music business she writes i wrote won't let it go in 2018 and it has been an audience favorite at all my live shows in new york city for a few years now Inspired by the pop hits from the late 90s to early 2000s, this is the perfect feel-good song for that back-to-school time as we transition from hot summer days to cool autumn nights. She also wanted to make sure we say that this song was produced by Yannick Zechner. And Littles, just run on over to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, anywhere you get your music and search Rachel King. You can also give her a follow over on Twitter, or X as they're calling it now, at It's Rachel King. And the best place to find all her stuff is on her website, it'srachelking.com. And we'll put all that in the show notes and littles. The most important thing is, don't forget, we will play the full song, Won't Let You Go, at the end of the podcast. loyal littles it's now time to
2: meet the little and roxy yeah chuck
0: i feel like we're both going to be extremely happy well today.
2: you've been hiding this one for me yeah well
0: i just realized and i read on there's something on here for both of us okay so he semi-filled out the form okay we're gonna cool. say that cool. okay let's just get into it we're gonna meet him here he is tom Kettler. hey tom how's it going
1: oh uh, fantastic thanks for having me on
0: our pleasure.
2: We're so happy you're here today, and that
0: you're a loyal listener. Yep, we've just found mm-hmm. that yeah. out, and uh, we've got some cool things on the forum to get to. Roxy's gonna I have, have no her day. No idea. Roxy's gonna have her day. That's Uh-oh. all I can say. There she goes. Oh, yeah. No. Oh no, it's a, threw I a th- bone
1: in there for Roxy. Oh, yeah. it's a good thing. Oh, I think you're okay. gonna
0: be pleasantly pleased. All right, but first, we want to meet you, Tom, so you know what we do. Take us back, introduce yourself to all the lay littles out there.
1: Again, I'm Tom Kettler. Uh, I'm born and raised in Montgomery County, uh, born in 1957, and went to school in Montgomery County, graduated in 1975, so I'm a little older than you two. Went off to Michigan for four years, and it's really the only time I've been away from this area is when I was up in Ann Arbor for four years, and I had a great time at the Big Ten School up there at the big house and came back and was gonna go to law, study political science in, in college and was thinking about going to law school, which a lot of my friends were doing, but it didn't, you know, I just was kind of sick of the whole school thing and I started working. My family is, is in the uh, home building business and I just started doing it in January of 1980. So here we are 43 years later and I'm still doing it. So it's, it's wow. been a long, a long career. If you guys ever come to the DC area, I keep hearing you all talking about coming down here. I'll be happy to show you around. So, okay. You know, but that's been my uh, career. I, you know, we build homes, we develop communities. Fascinating job because it's very much of a people-oriented business, as you might imagine. As I know yours is too. Yeah. And we um, build great houses and been doing it for a long time. It's a family business. It it was started with my older brother and my cousin who started it, and I came out of college and they wanted me to go to work for them uh, because they needed somebody that actually knew what they were doing. (laughs) So and I had some field experience. You know, I'd worked in summers building stuff. Kind of handy with tools and stuff, so I immediately just jumped right into it. And uh, it was back in like 1980, 81 when interest rates were like 18 percent. It was just a nightmare. I don't know why anybody was buying anything, but so the market was in a terrible, terrible place. But we survived through that, and we've uh, survived you know now for well, the company's been in business since 1978, so it started a couple of years before I got going. But so that's what I do, and yeah. I'm still doing it.
0: All right, now, but you said Michigan, go blue. Where did that come from? I mean, out of all the schools you could have picked, why did you head up there?
1: My father actually went there, so that was probably wow. the last place I was thinking of going there. Oh, wow. went there, you know, one of those deals. But then when I went up to visit, and I actually, you know, I applied to some Ivy League schools up in the northeast and didn't quite get into where I wanted to go, so it was, in effect, it sounds kind of crazy now, but it was, in effect, a safety school, of course. Oh, wow. It was probably cool. the smartest thing I ever did. But, wow. uh, you know, there's so many connections with Michigan. I mean, I was at the... Uh, Summer Littles a couple of weeks ago uh, out at, with Dean in Damascus and that whole crew out in uh, Wardaka. I went to, to that yeah. one. And Gary Big Time Braun was there, so it was fun talking to him. And I forgot he has a Michigan connection. Yes, his daughter. All his yeah. kids go there. Yeah, so we, of course, you know, we struck up a conversation about, you know, Michigan football and all that stuff. But yeah, I was at Michigan during the sort of heyday. It was 75 to 79. That was in the era of Bo Schembechler and Woody Hayes. That was kind of the apex of the whole... And that was such a huge deal at the time. Didn't quite realize what a deal it was at the time. But, right. you know, over time, it's been, you know, the rivalry's been fantastic over the years. So jumping to my sports fandom, that's Michigan. I mean, a fan of a lot of sports, but certainly College football is right up there in Michigan football. Is yeah, see, Roxy probably on the top of it. you were
0: going to say Tom Brady was there. No. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he was born yet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he was there a little later, but we do have the, the Brady connection. That's yep. right. Yeah, sure. That
0: was, sure. Well, we can that. go right there now. So, what is your favorite sport and your fandoms?
1: I would say probably college football. And I, Having raised in Washington, I'm, you know, and I cannot date myself. I was around in the 60s when the Washington Senators were still sure. in Washington. Mm-hmm. So I remember going to RFK because back then they had the combined, uh, the Redskins and the Senators played at this mm. ballpark, which was built in the early 60s, and Senators were awful, as everybody's talked about. But remember, one of the coolest memories as a child, I was in 1969, my father was involved with fundraising through his work through for Children's Hospital, and they would do a charity game every spring, preseason game, I think it was the Orioles and the Senators. And I remember I was like, you know, what, 11 years old in 1969, got to go down in the dugout four or five hours before the game. And so all the players were down there. And that was when, you know, Ted Williams, you know, they were all, you know, so and again, the team was terrible, but it was just fun you know, as little kids to meet all those Players and I got a bunch of autographs, including Ted Williams, and then I lost the autographs and I found them again, but now I think I've lost them again, so I'm not sure where they are. (laughs) When you're 60 some years old, you know, you got stuff in boxes and you never know where it all is, but it was pretty. But I, yeah, Ted Williams, you know, I got all that stuff, but um, you know, I'm old enough to remember people like Sonny Jurgensen, and I tell the story I have. I still have the only. Redskins now Commander's jersey I have is a Sonny Jergensen jersey and I bought that back 15 years ago figuring he's never gonna get traded so I hate to get jerseys and as soon as you get yeah. them a year later they're gone so yeah. yep. I had that problem with a Bryce Harper jersey for the Nationals my the person whom I related by marriage gave me and I was so excited and two years later she, he was traded so I uh, I went to the the local dry cleaner. And I said, just cut off all these Harper thing in the back. Just cut off all the stitches. Cause it's a nice Jersey. So you yeah, can kind of sure. see Harper still ghosted in the back. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't like to wear jerseys. If people aren't there anymore.
3: Right. Yeah, right. But so
1: I, yeah. so I watched the senators and then of course the Redskins, I'm old enough to remember the Redskins certainly when they were in their heyday. So mm-hmm. that was, um, I went to some games growing up, but we did. It's not like we had season tickets or anything, but, yeah. but it was a lot of fun. And obviously with everybody else who's talked about the football team and, you know, watch their sort of downward spiral. But um, right. yeah, like so when the Senators, you know, I was what, 12, or 13 years old when the Senators left. So then I was one of those fans that said, well, I like baseball, but. So I just switched my gears and went over to follow the Orioles, and that was a fun time because Cal Ripken was there. Yeah, sure. So then I became a Baltimore fan, waiting, waiting, waiting for somebody to come back to Washington. And then when the Nationals came back, you know, immediately I switched off the Orioles. Although they've been fun to watch yeah. this year. Recently. I mean, they've yeah. Been, they're, yeah, they're on a great tear this year. So that's fun. But yeah, this this region is pretty funny because you're either. You're either a Ravens fan or, uh, you know, and I'm in this area where I'm kind of between, you know, half the people are Ravens fans and half of them are Commanders fans. Yep. But a lot of people, I think, have defected to Baltimore just because the team's been so bad for right. so long. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. I always but. find it interesting talking, to, I always say you people. Um, <laughs> no, the ones that were there when the Senators were there mm-hmm. and then stayed, you know, and they, how long? It was what, almost 30 years without a baseball team?
1: They left in 1972, became the Texas Rangers, and uh-huh. they came back in 2005, I believe. All right, yeah. Um, and they actually came back and played in RFK for a couple of years while they were waiting to get the new stadium built. Right. But, yeah, yeah, it was a long, it was a long time in the desert. Well, it's but interesting yeah.
0: how you, like, just immediately came back, though, which is great, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, fortunate enough, I have a friend of mine who's got some season tickets. We share a block, and I've been going to, you know, maybe 10 or 12 games a year. But during the World Series run, I was there for the Milwaukee Brewers game. Mm. I was there for, you know. So, you know, those are sort of game highlights of my life, you know, having watched uh, you know all these teams here you know, and certainly the centers and then the nationals you know you know wait 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 so that was a incredible year yeah you know, my son gave me a DVD about six months later of the run of the of yeah. the 2019 run so whatever I'm kind of feeling down, I just pop yep. that thing and I go wow <laughs> that'll get me going again yeah, so, yep. yeah.
0: absolutely mm. Now, this is always interesting, too, because you're from the area. Now, how did right. you first, did you start reading Tony in the Post and stuff? Is that how you know about Tony?
1: Yeah, I started reading the Washington Post. Yeah, everybody growing up, you know, read the Washington Post. And there was also the Washington Star. I used to, it was my first job, was delivering newspapers, the evening star. But, but Tony was just, yeah, he was just so funny and so smart. So I'd see him, you know, more in the style. section. I mean, he did sports, too. Yeah. But in style fiction, I almost liked his stuff better in the style section and recently i've bought some of his books to go back and reread Mm -hmm. some of his columns like i think i'm reading i'm back for more cash right now right so um you know which of course is you know is is stringing along a series of columns that's you know (laughs) he just puts a binder on it and and sells a book yeah with that back so then yeah i started listening to wtm in the very early it was fun to see gary at the summer of littles because you know i was there and maybe not the first week he was there, but I was there pretty darn early. Yeah. So I listened to him. On, and I, you know, my job, I drive in the car a lot, so I would just listen on the radio. And I'm mm. sure I would schedule my time to drive so I could listen to the radio show yeah. you know, yep. as much as I could. <laughs> but then the one day he announced he was going to stop being – you know, doing radio, and he would go on to a podcast, and I'm like, wait a minute now. You know, he always talks about how technologically right. you know, inept he is, right, and, right. and he talks about a device I've never even, I said, what the hell's is a podcast? So literally, years went by, years went by, until I finally figured out what a podcast was, <laughs> and so it was two or three years ago, I don't know, it wasn't that long ago where I came back, you know, boomerang yeah. back to it. So God, you know, you talk about chat. I never went to chatter. I didn't even know about chatter. I don't think because it was in that window when
0: you weren't listening, you know, and he
1: was on, I know he was on ESPN. He was on, you know, internet feed and all the stuff. You know, all these people talk about all the stuff. I go, well, that's all great. But, you know, it was like, I got an AM radio and FM radio and you turn the dial, you know,
3: 980
1: on your, on your radio (laughs) dial. So it's like, I remember when he did that, I go, Tony, how can you do that and not leave like a primer or something? Say, hey, this is how you do it. For idiots like me, I felt like a moron. But then, so I came back to it, and I go, okay. And now, you know, podcasts. Of course, I listen to them all the time now, especially Chuck and Roxy. When I'm not listening to Uncle Tony, so here we go.
0: Get to hear a little bit about us.
2: Yeah, right. Absolutely, love it.
0: All All right, excellent. Well, we're happy to have you back glad you're back to listening no he, i remember tony telling those stories about people would come up to him at the country club and they'd be like okay i'd love to listen to your show i just don't know how to do it yeah yeah and, and Tony's like well i don't know right it. right right <laughs> he's like so, right good luck with that but anyway all right well listen we've got a lot more to get into we've got roxy's thing and my thing okay we're both i think going to be happy about this okay yes hopefully. indeed you will and um, but we'll be right back with meet the littles This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Roxy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And Roxy, we're lucky enough to have Tom Kettler with us. Yes. Now, as I've been teasing, he's, he did fill out the form. Now, I'm going to let you go first. Ladies before gentlemen, here we go. Okay.
2: All
0: right. Well, maybe, I don't know. We talked about what he does. Right. Now, you didn't seem too intrigued about that. Now, that's something no, we-
2: I, No, but I am.
0: Okay. Well, I meant leaning <laughs> like you yeah. didn't jump right in. Okay. Oh,
2: because I was processing.
0: Oh, okay. All right, I processing. Mean, well, yeah. that's – it's funny. That's something we didn't really think about or consider about moving down that way, about just like maybe shopping for some land.
2: Right, and building. And then building our mm-hmm. own house.
1: I, yeah, that's a possibility too. Yeah, I don't know whether – I mean, you obviously – are are city folk now, and I don't know what you're, you know, what you're looking for when you We want
0: here, nothing but. to do with the city. No. Yeah, but I didn't
1: we, think so. Yeah, also, I, I got the sense that that's <laughs> not your. But there, Chuck. We don't want to be on Little
0: House in the Prairie either. No. Right, you know, right, I mean, right, We don't want like neighbors like ten miles away. Mm-hmm. Right, know? right, right. So, I don't know. It's funny. Every time I look at a friend that just moved down to Richmond, Virginia, he showed us his house. Gorgeous house. But the neighbors are like right next door, and I'm like, nah, that's too close. But, but he
2: even said he was like, well, compared to, to the, city, the city, that's still you know, quite a ways away. Lots of but space. Yeah. So oh, it's tons right.
0: of space. But I don't know. I, I don't
2: mean, know. I guess I do have a question, but maybe we'll just... W- what's your question, Roxy? Well, do you have anything to do with the sinks?
1: <laughs> absolutely. I'm glad you asked, Roxy.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> that funny that is? you should say that, Roxy, because <laughs> he has an opinion on that. Okay. I
1: absolutely have a very strong opinion. In the world of kitchen sinks, yes. there is the... Single bowl sink and the double sink. Now, now can I pause started. little? I yes.
0: swear this was not set up this way. <laughs> this is just this just happened as is. I swear we did not set this up. Continue, sir.
1: Yeah, so being the owner of the company, sometimes I get to make decisions about things. But for the longest time, we would be, uh, yeah, we would build model homes and we'd have double bowl sinks, and I just hated them. Yes. I just hated them yes. because there are two smaller sinks you can't do anything with. Yes. you got one that has a garbage disposal, one that doesn't. So that's a whole other thing. Right. And yeah, then you know, help. and so I, last couple of years we've done some new stuff. So I and 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 the industry and rocks, you'll be happy to know. The industry has really moved much stronger, I would say, because things, you know, it's like women's clothing sometimes, things go in fads. But yeah. right now, deep, large, one bowl sink. You—that's where it's at, Roxy. So oh, you are—you are on trend. Well, okay, I just wanted to let you know that makes
2: <laughs> me feel so much better. And Chuck, I'm gonna start looking at land now on Zillow instead <laughs> of actual homes because all the homes that I see, as beautiful as okay. a lot of them are, most of them have the two bowls. But that he
0: can sink. easily. He, this gentleman could easily swap that out. We could remodel. We can do is that, for it
1: Roxy. Yeah, we.
2: Is it as easy as that, though? It is. Okay. Yeah, you okay. Yeah. You
1: can take that. If you've got a double bowl, you can take that. Rip that sucker out and
0: put a nice Tom, big deep. Tom, uh, but you have uh, to make sure that it fits may, the hole, right? May May I cut in here and just say, Roxy, the answer to all your questions is what?
2: Money.
1: <laughs> Money. He's like, sure, <laughs> yeah, you pay exactly. me enough.
2: I can do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah,
1: we can do what you want. Yeah, I'll come up to New York and do it if you want. Yes. Yeah, whatever.
2: We actually for a New York City apartment, we yeah. actually have a very nice single bowl sink. We
0: have a very nice kitchen. We do for New York we City. We do apartment. for
2: yeah. So we've been very fortunate with that. But yeah, it's so interesting i'm I'm going on Zillow a lot and I'm seeing all these nice homes and then I the first thing I do is look at the kitchen find pictures who, there, of there the was kitchen,
0: someone it might have been like Tony Beeson or someone that told us right away he's like don't let that defer you from buying the house he's like that yeah. can easily be
1: rebuilt, yeah yeah right. the sink is sink is is yeah. definitely something yeah. can, be, can be rectified yeah. very I mean easily, obviously but, yeah.
2: it, it's cost effective if you find a sink that actually fits the hole that the previous sink was in
1: well
0: that's my question as an but innocent bystander because I'm. this is my total – well, no, I guess I kind of – I was going to say I'm um, adaptable, but mm, I don't like two tiny sinks like my dad's house had. I no. hated that, but I will say this. If they're two decent-sized sinks, I'm okay with a double. Yeah, but, but
2: in that. look at that. Have that picture in your mind and look at that <coughs> part I know, take in it the out. middle and take it out in your mind and see how much more – Space you have okay. to do things. It's I know. So well, I think, you know,
1: and if it, if it were 100 years ago, Chuck, and you didn't have a dishwasher, you know, you would wash them in one. I don't know what the. I, I never understood double. I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, I, also I don't even. Not I you don't understand. Rinse in it.
0: one and wash in the
1: other. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it's mean, a vegetable sink. sink. It's just a matter. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah.
2: It's all going. Yeah. I don't know. But I also, yeah. the infatuation with. I never grew up with a garbage disposal. So.
0: Yeah. We I didn't need Yeah.
2: So. People who are very, like, great for them if it's something they really want. But that's not, like, a deal breaker for me. That's not even, like, on the list of things. Which is so odd. It's not, like, even on a wish list.
0: Because in our next home, what is on the list is the ice maker. And now all of a sudden she's added the water dispenser to that as well.
2: <laughs> well, refrigerators nowadays come with both hooked up. Okay. And
1: ice and water through the door. There yeah, you go. It's,
2: but it's, I'm to just to me that's a that's a standard now.
0: It is. Okay, obviously not New York City, because <laughs> ours has it. Right? It doesn't have the dispenser. It has the ice maker, but because <laughs> it's ironic, the fridge is nowhere near the water hookup, so you can't use it. Right, it's there, right. it's in the fridge. But yeah, so I'm just, it's interesting that that is on the list, but uh, garbage is supposed to be a cool thing to have.
2: I never really understood them. Like you well, just throw all your no, not all your all scraps your gar- it's like of food. The food? Yeah, basically. But then it, oh, I don't know. No, you I'd put a lemon
0: down there, turn it on, it freshens the whole thing up. Okay. You're okay. going right. about the smell. I know the, I know the tricks. <laughs> but no, I understand what you're saying. I just think it'd be a nice convenience app, mm. which is ironic because I am, and I think Roxy might be, you use it a lot more than I do. The dishwasher, that I never got. I don't understand. I'm like, just do your own dishes. Just I mean, your dishes. for
2: us, the only reason why I use it is just to make sure that it still works. Yeah. So when we make, usually <laughs> we make pasta. Well, like, because
0: I guess it's also because we don't have kids yeah, and stuff like there. that. Yeah. So usually, and I, when I was a bachelor, I'm like, I'm one person. Yeah. I can do my dishes. I don't need do a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. But
1: right. But yeah, Rox is an old soul. It's just yeah. Yeah. you know, she mm-hmm. likes Fred Astaire. And sure back do. Back then, they didn't have garbage disposals. Nah. Right. yeah Exactly. Nah no.
2: But right. I'm so happy to hear that you prefer the single sink.
0: Now, as in your profession, are we in the minority? Be
1: honest. What? Double bowl, single bowl? Yeah, what? like yeah.
0: what's the more people, when they're building their houses, what do they agree with?
1: Right now, I mean, we let people, you know, we give them the option to go both ways. Yes. But for the most part, the last five or six years, everything we've done is, is a large single boy and i i mean large like you know 30 inches wide or something oh, wow. uh, what
2: that's are unique. those called um there's a name for them
1: well there's mean? a thing called farm sink where the where the sink kind of wraps. the boy we've we're definitely losing all your listeners <laughs> where the sink. <thing, laughs> we're getting the sink uh you know the sink front comes down in yes. the front right that's the yeah that's kind of the, and it kind of chops up the yeah. cabin in front of it that's called the farm sink those yeah, beautiful kinda, Rapture. Mm. And you know, they, you could get them in the stainless steel, yeah. you can get them in, or, and then you can get them in the cast weapons. iron, and they weigh about, yeah, yeah. they weigh about 10,000 pounds. Yep. But yeah, yeah. They're, uh, yeah. But
2: they're durable.
1: But, yeah, they are okay. durable. Yes, they are.
0: Is it my turn?
2: Sure, go for it.
0: Okay. All right, here we go. Now, this is interesting because what is uh, Ritz? He's the reigning what champion? Falafel eating champion mm-hmm. of New York City. Okay. And that's only because of COVID. Right. But hey, he still has the title. <laughs> Give Four him credit. Yeah. yeah, four years now. Mm-hmm. Well, going on four years, I guess. Yeah. Roxy's going to know exactly what I'm talking about now. And we have an apology to you because when you sent the email, this is the gentleman who participated in the watermelon eating contest.
2: Oh, right.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now, you're right. It says Chuck would love it. You better believe I would love it. Now, it depends, though. <laughs> he sent the email, and he sent pictures. And honestly, I got it on my phone while I was, like, in transit, and uh-huh. I just copy and pasted it and put it in our thing. So I did not see the pictures. I just yeah, read I the re- email.
1: Oh. Yeah, I may have so, to reset the pictures. Yeah, so, right. I may have to resend the pictures, too. I may have messed that up. Who
0: knows? Right. In yeah. a recent episode, though, I went into it and I said, now, Tom, thanks for sending the email. Right. I have all these questions for you. Is it cube? Meaning, do they slice up the watermelon or do you have to eat it off the thing? So anyway, so then when I saw the pictures, I was like, oh, I feel like a dope because – not all my questions were answered, but the main one was answered. Mm-hmm. So can you talk about this watermelon?y So it's just one piece?
1: It, yeah, Tabak County, which is a small county on the eastern shore of Maryland. It's like halfway between where Mr. Tony lives full-time, and his summer place down on the shore. And they have a county fair. You know, all, every county in Maryland has a fair during the summer. Mm-hmm. So they have this two- or three-day fair, very small event. But last year, I went for the first time, and I went back this year, Because what drew me to it is I saw they had a watermelon eating contest. And I go, well, what's that all about? I said, well, you get three watermelons. So that's a starter. And some local farmer donates watermelons. And they have different age categories. So they have five to seven, seven to nine. But the only problem is they went 21 and older. And I'm like, what's up with that? <laughs> I said, you need like a senior division or something. Yeah, but right. you know, they were they were not listening to me. But at any rate, so for when you got to the 21 and older, and last year I did it, I said, you know, what the heck? I'm you know, I'm not gonna win this, but you know, you know, life is all about trying things. So I sat mm-hmm. down at the table and I knew I was in trouble because the gal right across from the picnic table from me. We had this, we had this red picnic table with that looked like watermelon seeds on it. And they gave you like a quarter of a watermelon. Everybody mm-hmm. got it. And they put it down in front of you. And the gal across from me was you know, probably 25 or something. She had a T-shirt that said, it's watermelon time. And then she had matching earrings that had watermelons on them. And I go, oh, man, I'm in the world of trouble now. <laughs> so she was apparently the reigning queen of the watermelon eating contest. Uh-huh. But So basically, they ring the bell, and you just throw your face into it. You start chewing on the watermelon and swallowing as fast as you can. And they do it for maybe – 30 seconds or 45 seconds and then the buzzer goes off and then they basically have the judge go around and see who's got the least watermelon left in there and rinds. So I, I think there were seven participants in my category. I'm sure I I probably finished seventh, <laughs> but but it was it was fun watermelon. to play. Yeah. yeah, I got free watermelon. It was a great watermelon. Yeah, Teddy is watermelon. Teddy Bear. It was the guy apparently the name of the farmer who died. Teddy I and he's handing out free samples of watermelons. Everybody's watching. It was wow. just a small town county fair. It was fun. It was, was it sweet? Yeah. But uh, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, this watermelon this time of year around here. Oh, this seedless. Is, this is go to. Oh, absolutely seedless. I have so many questions. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I was wondering. Oh, yeah, see, yeah, they should yeah. throw yeah. the Seeds
0: in there. Because then you'll have really have the hardcore. You either have yeah, the people that yeah. spit them out or... <laughs>
2: the people who don't care. The people care. that'll they just... They want it to right. win. a watermelon grind. Well, this yeah. is my next
0: question is... So, when I'm guessing you didn't get this far. But this queen, whoever she was, challenge right. accepted, first of all. <laughs> so, if she gets down... Is it then how much rind is left? I mean, do people start eating the rind just to like? Well,
1: they, yeah, no, it goes quick enough that she's not, she basically had kind of cleaned out the whole, but by the time it, it rang, she had pretty much, you know, wiped to that And yeah. I had like half a watermelon left. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm not winning today. <laughs> and the local reporter came over from the local uh, county paper and sat down and was interviewing her. It was, just, it was great. It was just fantastic. So. Well, and then my um, next
2: question is, is there a prize for the winner or do they just get bragging rights?
1: Yeah, I think they get a ribbon. I think oh, okay. they get a blue that's ribbon, a, and you know, a, you know what? You know, now that you mention that, I was, uh, Rocky, I was happy about that because they handed me a green ribbon, and it said "participant."
0: <laughs> oh, of course.
1: So Aww. it's like my first and only <laughs> county fair ribbon that I'll ever get. Hey, that's <laughs> just cool. Such a- yeah so I've got a little ribbon I think I took a, I don't know I took a picture of it it's pretty funny. This year I went back and said well I got to do this for Chuck. I'm doing this for Chuck. Cuz I am Chuck. Nice. I'm Chuck's Mr. Watermelon. So so what's your fascination with watermelons? Do you just like it?
0: I just like it. I think I told the story on the podcast about my grandma. I'm not sure for your if that's
1: birthday. Right. i mean, I've, I've caught that one yeah, yeah, maybe, it's, yeah.
0: Uh, at my second apparently for my second birthday My mom was actually in the kitchen apparently asking me, like, oh, what kind of cake do you want? And I'm two. You know, I'm two years old, so I can barely probably talk, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Apparently, I just said watermelon. And she's like, no, 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 honey, cake. You want chocolate cake? You like chocolate cake. And I was like, no, no, watermelon. She's like, no, no, not now. She's like, for your birthday, you know, vanilla, chocolate. Finally, my mom went on and on. apparently, my grandma just said, damn it, Bonnie. It's his goddamn birthday. If he wants a watermelon, he's going to get a watermelon. (laughs) So she literally went and got the biggest watermelon she could, sliced a little thing off the top. Put two candles in it, and I have these pictures really of, me, sweet
2: pictures <laughs> of <her> my grandma <laughs> holding me up, blowing
0: out two candles stuck in wall. There worm. you go. Yeah. There
3: you go.
2: So it started at a young age. Oh, and so I had the biggest cute. smile on my face. I'm yeah. like, this thing's
0: for me. I'm yeah. like, okay. And um, so that's where it started. <laughs> so now every
2: year on his birthday, we have watermelon.
0: Yeah, we get a watermelon. There you go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I just, I do love it. Yeah. I just, there's just something I can eat a whole watermelon oh my myself gosh, in one th- sitting.
2: There was, um, though we were down in Tennessee visiting with his dad for a month or two, and it was like almost every day we were going out and getting a watermelon. Well, because the
0: farmers up the street, they yeah, like sit they were, outside on the, they just they put just it in the tailgate of their truck yeah. and they run right. the tailgate and they just you sit there grab one, with yeah. a sign.
2: Yep. And so and we you can get
0: like two for $4. And it's like his crazy.
2: dad was just amazed every time we brought one home, another one, geez, what are you going to do with that? And he's like, eat, <laughs> <gonna> eat it <laughs> and get another one tomorrow. Yep. So, yeah. So,
0: well. Tom, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to meet the Littles and telling us these great stories. But we have to do some fun dumb questions. We hope that's okay. Absolutely. Right. Sure. What do you got,
1: Roxy? Fire away.
2: All right. What's your favorite holiday?
1: <laughs> uh, got to be Christmas. I mean, you know, get presents. You know, what's, what's, that's pretty good. <laughs> yep. No, and family, yeah, family gets together.
0: Oh, yeah, it's you know. the family. Sure, 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 yeah. sure. Oh, of course. What's the one movie you love so much that you know you will be best friends with another person just by them loving it as well?
1: Roxy's is going to like this, but uh, it's it's the original Top Gun. Uh, oh, I thought you Yeah. Yeah. I know she's not a big Tom Cruise fan. I know I don't that. I get it. Yeah. We're working
0: on it, sir. I mean, We're should I watch
2: it, it for other for the other people? I don't. But he's yes, so like, prominent. Uh,
0: but like a few good men, it's like it's the the movie and the I other know. people. I We'll work on it.
1: I know. Maybe there you go. Eyes
0: Wide Shut is next. She has no idea what that's about.
1: Nope. Oh, yeah. That, that <laughs> that'll, that'll blow her mind, yeah.
0: <laughs> I hope that made other little giggle a little bit.
2: <laughs> All right. Since you build homes, what do you think is the one staple every home needs to have?
0: Whoa, this is like a new
1: one.
2: It's brand, brand spanking new. I just thought form. of it on the spot.
0: Well, we got to remember that.
1: Great lighting. You can't have you can't have too much lighting. And also, storage. Nobody ever has ever complained about a So I built that. They say, Tom, you built too many closets. <laughs> ah,
0: that's a good
2: point. <laughs>
1: People yeah, have agree. a lot of junk.
2: Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> right. agree with that. Definitely. I'm a lot sure of you
1: guys are fighting that in a in, a, oh, in an apartment a in New York movie. City. It's yeah, awful. really.
0: All right. Hey, if you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be?
1: Um, I think Rocky. Yeah, Rocky Bullwinkle. All right. Cool. Here we go. That's kind of old school. That Your older listeners might uh, remember Rocky and Bowling yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it religiously, but I, I know who it is. I know
2: who it yeah. is, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's one of those strong ones that I think even the younger generations yeah. at least know who they are.
1: Well, and that was, you know, it was smart and funny at the time. It was done on kid's level, and, and adults could watch it and, right, and be right. interested in it, too, which is fun. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. If you could host Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest?
1: Jackson Brown. I've always loved Jackson Brown. Oh, nice. That would be good. Cool. Excellent. He's in my wheelhouse.
2: Nice.
0: All right. Let's do some rapid fire.
2: All right. Coke or Pepsi? Coke.
0: Smooth or crunchy peanut butter?
1: Smooth, but no. The little footnote on that's uh, no stir smooth. You know, I don't know why that is, but we like that. No stir smooth. Have you? It's like a. It's it's a kind of peanut butter. It's it's like never even heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to check it out. Yeah. But it's a thing. That's what we get. I don't know. But it's always creamy. Always creamy, though. All right.
2: Pancakes or waffles?
1: Waffles, and they're from the Tasty Diner in Bethesda, Maryland. (laughs) It's been there for like 100 years. But they have a malted waffle to die for. So, yeah. Yeah, but if you come to Bethesda, we'll take you to the Tasty Diner. (laughs) And it's an old-school diner from like the 30s and 40s. Excellent. Not many of them left, yeah.
0: All right. And Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny?
1: No, oh, the old double negative, never not funny. Right. <laughs> excellent.
0: Well, Tom, we can't thank you enough for coming on to meet the Littles. Is there anything we can plug for you, or and how can people get in touch with you if you want to be gotten in touch with?
1: Yeah, I'm not too much in the social media world. I mean, I have, Good. I'm on Facebook, but I hardly ever do it. So you can look at, you know, there's my my email, which is t e k at kettlerfourlineshomes.com, which is my. Work email, of course, my only email. People have three emails. I don't know how they do it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, Yeah, right. Uh, One email is enough. You know, in terms of plugging stuff, I mean, I'm I'm a big, you know, shop local kind of guy. I'm very involved in our local chamber of commerce. So I'm always encouraging people to shop at their local local shops, the local stores, support your local merchants. Go to community theater, for God's sake. Thank you. That's yes. fantastic. We didn't get into that, but I love theater of all kinds. I'm a big supporter of high school theater, community theater. I'm always amazed at the, the quality sometimes of these high school productions. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me that, the, you know, the stuff they put out. Sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love that. All right. Well, thanks again. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this.
2: Over or under
1: over and the thing with that is is, it's a little footnote on that is that it's the dispenser you need the kind of toilet this is back to my home building experience, you need a toilet paper holder that's open on one end. So you could easily slide in the toilet paper roll. I don't like the ones that are like closed. And both even, You know what I'm saying? Roxy yes, it's I do. too much work. <laughs> I guess if you have to Chuck Todd, it, it makes it easier to switch. Yes. <laughs> you can pull it out and Very switch quick. it back over. In and over out. the <laughs> <and out. laughs> right No, snap. I don't know. In and out. There uh, <laughs> we go. All right.
0: Well, thanks again, Todd. We really appreciate the time.
1: Okay, absolutely. Enjoyed it.
0: All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back.
1: This is Eric Londigan, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
0: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and thank you, Todd, for coming on to meet the Littles. So, Roxy, we got more to think about now. Yeah, we're, we do. Maybe building a house.
2: That would be nice. Instead
0: of buying a house sure you know kind of sure. like what, our, what my nephew did yeah you know so yeah. i'm don't know. i gonna
2: drop some designs tonight
0: Dro- designs no no we'll let the professionals <laughs> <laughs> we need to find the land that's where you have to be True. looking you're always True. on zillow is that what it's called yeah all uh-huh. right so there's need- plenty
2: of land there
0: yeah well i don't know about plenty but we'll find something i guess mm-hmm. but all right before we get to our emails we did want to mention the nfl season is here Now we buried this lead at the top of the podcast and we didn't want to like start the show off with it. And we were starting <laughs> on such a high because of the Cheeserie <laughs> night, but this is kind of a downer. It's always sad. So the loyal littles podcast fantasy football league, uh-huh. it's the guillotine league. Yep. Okay. And yep. this is how it works. Littles every week we lose somebody. Okay. And when we lose one of ours, it's kind of sad. I mean, if we lose anybody, it's kind of sad. To the core. But we lost episode 65, Chris Davenport. We did. Yeah, really sad. So we're going to play the music here and uh, let this sink in for a second. All but, you know, idea. so the way the Adieu, guillotine league works, Adieu, Littles, is you, you and basically, and you? if you come in last for the most points for that week, you're chopped.
3: Yep. And you're gone. Yep. So your
0: fantasy football might last one week. Yeah. It could last 15 weeks yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, last week I think we just had, me, I'd say you, a lower tier okay week. But we were traveling back on train the night of the draft, so we couldn't really concentrate really on what we were doing. I was trying on the train on my phone, but that's no excuse. We're going to be okay. Uh, We made it past the first week. That's the key. So now we can start picking up other players and stuff like that. But sad for Chris, episode 65, we barely knew. Anyway, but speaking of the NFL, we had a few uh, need to know facts from needtoknowfacts.com, and we wanted to get them to you because they are football related. So... This one is my, an average NFL player's career is 3.3 years. Oh, interesting. Can you believe that? That's not very well, long. I know. While we think of NFL superstars like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Frank Gore having amazingly long careers, most NFL players do not stay in the league for that long at all. The average NFL career only lasts 3.3 seasons, which is remarkably short. Yeah. The longest NFL career by position belongs to the kicker, who plays an average of 4.87 seasons while the running back has the shortest average career with only 2.57 seasons under their belt. Yeah. And I find that very hard to believe. I mean, I feel like that
2: would make sense because the running back and even the wide receivers, like there are so many positions that they use their bodies in so many different ways that it would make sense that the kicker has a longer life span in the biz. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right,
0: and you had one too, right? I
2: do. It takes 3,000 cows to supply the NFL with enough leather for a year's supply of footballs. (laughs) This Wait, is one of. Read that, <laughs> that again. <laughs> it takes three thousand cows to supply the NFL with enough leather for a year's supply of footballs. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It reminds me
0: of Tony's chicken <laughs> ring, to be honest. But anyway, go ahead.
2: <laughs> it goes on to say, this is one of those facts that the math just seems crazy until you actually do the math. Wilson Sporting Goods is the official supplier to the NFL, and they manufacture around seven hundred thousand regulation footballs each year. Wilson needs about 35,000 cow hides to manufacture all of those footballs. That means a single cowhide can make about 20 footballs. Now, the NFL needs about 11,520 footballs for all of its games every season, and that doesn't even include practice. Just for regular season games, the NFL needs 576 cow hides. That's an extra 48,420 footballs for practices and other uses for the year by all of the teams.
3: Wow. That's I want
2: to make, I want to turn this into a, what did they used to call them? A critical thinking math problem where you like take out one of the numbers and try to figure out the uh, math to the, equal it. Dina, get on that. Roxy, we told
0: <laughs> the listeners there would be no math involved. There is no math involved. So, <laughs> all right, well, let's get on to the emails. We got some really good ones here. We heard from Roop Sharma, episode 48. Chuck, Duke did go on to win the 1991 NCAA championship versus Kansas after beating UNLV in the semifinals by a score of 72-65. You probably remember the alley-oop dunk that Grant Hill made during this game. I know this was when I first was like, who the hell is this kid? <laughs> yeah, I, he sent me a video of that. I didn't remember it, to be honest, mm-hmm. because I was so angry that UNLV went out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was not into that. All right, Rox, you got the next one?
2: Yes. Dear Chuck and Roxy, I listened to a bunch of episodes on the way back to Maryland and I woke up this morning to go to work and all that's in my head is Friday 5, Friday 5, oh, Friday, Friday 5, and it carried all the way through golf. How do I get that earworm out of my head? You're killing me. Ha, 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 ha. Howie stoopsie stoops. Episode 199.
0: Roxy, that was pretty good. Howie (laughs) stoopsie stoops. Uh, My suggestion... Here's a story of a, of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hit, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you get the picture. Hopefully, it's gone. Likely
2: <laughs> the the youngest one in Okay, Roxy. All, right, all, right,
0: all, right. all right, then we heard from a TBD, Roxy. Ooh. Brad Siegel. I hope I'm saying that right. Chuck and Roxy, I'm a lifelong O's fan. While listening to the pod, I started yelling, Ryan Miner. <laughs> Thankfully, someone <laughs> got on their Google machine and found the answer to who replaced Cal Ripken when he ended the streak. Here is a quick story of what happened. Cal decided he wanted to end the streak on his own terms and told the manager, Ray Miller, it's time, shortly before the game. Mm. Ray Miller then called in Ryan Miner and told him he'd be starting at third base that game. Ryan's response was priceless. He said, does Cal know? (laughs) Brad Siegel. I love that. I've heard that one before, actually. Mm -hmm. Dear Chuck and Roxy, my wife and I were playing cribbage with some friends the other night. We asked them. Yeah, Roxy's a cribbage player. I
2: like cribbage.
0: We asked them what they were doing for vacation. They mentioned that later this year, they are going to New York City to see the Rockettes. I said, I know a Rockette. You do, she said. My wife rolled her eyes and said, it's a long story. (laughs) Connective tissue, Roxy. Rick Franzosa, episode 252. P.S., in my defense, I was emailing you about Speedy. Yes, Speedy sandwiches, not because you mispronounced it, but because you didn't know what a speedy sandwich was. <laughs> Tony speaks about them often on the Big Show. Oh. I know I miss that. That's Chuck's thing. That's not on Roxy. All right, Roxy, you got the next one.
2: Yes. Chuck and Roxy. Ever since being lucky enough to be driving to D.C. the day that Dan Byrne played at La and attending my first little event, I've been dragging my feet to send in to get in line for my Chuck and Roxy number, even though you replied to my Twitter post encouraging me to do so. What a dope I am sometimes. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little behind on listening, but I need to catch up and listen to the one referencing the nicest Duke fan. Since I work at Duke, I'm now Ooh. curious what I will hear. I hope you both had a great time at Lacheserie in Syracuse. Tim McGeary, episode TBD.
0: Huh. He works at Duke. Hmm. Interesting. You know, it's funny. I have two... Facebook friends who now their kids go to Duke Mm -hmm. and they're like freshmen and sophomore so I I always think that's interesting and stuff like that when I see all these (laughs) friends of their Duke people it's driving me crazy (laughs) anyway then we heard from Aaron Moss episode 236 Roxy I know your dislike of what Wilbon does during the word game on PTI (laughs) how about Pablo when he was filling in recently he was doing the same exact thing Also, keep forgetting, after my episode aired and we talked about beer, Todd Takei, episode 115, sent me a box of that.
3: Ooh. Very
0: good selections. He did that for us once, too. Yeah, he did. He sent us a couple. Of th- that what was, was that nice. banana split oh, thing? Oh, it was, it was like, so good. Oh, it was really good. It was really good. I'll get you out of here on this. What happens when you cross an angry sheep with an angry cow? A babu? A what?
2: I don't know. <laughs>
0: You get two animals in a bad mood.
2: Oh, I'm terrible at these. Yeah, a little bit, but I'm w- terrible <laughs> at I, these. I'm going to have to go check the tape on what you even <laughs> said. I have no idea what you just said. A bomb mood. Okay,
0: and then finally, dear Choxie. Episode 259, 56 minutes, 12 seconds. That's what she said. Episode 260, 32 minutes, 20 (laughs) seconds. That's what she said. Episode 260, 34 minutes, 35 seconds. That's what she said. Realistically, we can do this all day. Totally unrelated, but how did you get up to Syracuse? How was that not live streamed? How was it that Simon didn't make the trek? How many VHS tapes did Chuck bring for this road trip? (laughs) Is Lewis editing out the that's-what-she-said moments? How is it that Sid isn't reading this email? (laughs) The weird part of part 2 is how you referenced that last year is when your show got a lot of play on the big show, and that's what opened doors, including getting Carol as a listener. Hello. This is exactly how I found out about this little pod. Think of how different your lives would be without me in it. (laughs) (laughs) Roxy would still be hemming and hawing about running. Chuck would be in a holding pattern on all the repo of all her gear. You both would never know what A-B-T-A-H-S means. I mean, the list is freaking endless. It is. Suffice to say that I like throwing in interesting words to see if Chuck punts and hands his email to someone else to read. (laughs) It seriously isn't easy to work in the word... Here you go, Roxy. Here
2: we go. Dichotomy.
0: Dichotomy. That's what I had, just for the record. <laughs> sure.
2: But damn it, I
0: try, and it fits this show sometimes. P.S. Seeing episode 80 on a jersey made me feel a little sad about my episode number. It really doesn't fit on a jersey. Is there any little that was on the pod that has totally fallen off the map <laughs> that has a number <laughs> under 100? Maybe we can t- redo the episodes and swap me with them. <laughs> kind of like how George Lucas couldn't stop touching Star Wars. That's what she said. <laughs> episode 178, A-B-T-A-H-S, always bigger than a he said moment. <laughs> okay, now that's interesting, I will say, because maybe you could buy an episode number. Ooh. You know, like they do in the teams when you have like someone who's coming in, like a big star that was traded to your team, but mm-hmm. someone already has his number. and they'll Is usually, that what
2: happens? Oh, yeah. A
0: lot of times they'll say like, hey, kid, you're going to give me my number, right? <gasps> I mean, I'm freaking Magic Johnson or whatever. And you he know, pays I'm, I'm,
2: them for it?
0: Well, they usually, yeah, they usually buy him a car They're or like, something like cough that. cough
2: it up, buddy, if well, you want this number. Well, that's what I mean. What's
0: the going, wow. I wonder what the going rate for a under 100 Loyal Littles <laughs> podcast <laughs> episode number to fit on the jersey. Now, I, for the record, I think we could fit the jersey numbers on fine. I get oh, it's yeah. not traditional, but I think, I thought I saw there's a couple jerseys with over 100 now out really? there. Really? Maybe not. Hmm. I don't know. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I wonder what the going rate is. Yeah. So, I mean, we could maybe try to do that. And yeah, I do think there's a couple that fell off the map. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Maybe even in the top ten. I'm not maybe, mentioning any names. Maybe. But yeah. So maybe maybe yeah. you could work it up where you buy them something and they'll turn over their number. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And mm-hmm. then and then if that officially happens, I guess I could republish it. Oh. With the number maybe. in that slot, maybe? I don't know how that would work, I but I have no idea. If we get there, we'll get there. But speaking of littles, we're going to try and I'm going to try to do this before I take off October 1st to at least get a example of what a jersey that we might use could look like. Yep. I'm hesitant to go with like the full on jersey that Lee Gordon had just because those are going to be really expensive, mm-hmm. but we've gotten a lot of positive feedback, Roxy. A lot of littles want these jerseys. They do. They would be That's great exciting. to have them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe I'll get two mock-ups to find out, like, a, a more expensive price and then the other one. But obviously, we're going to have to front the money for that regardless which version yeah, we go for. Sure. So I also need to lock in because, obviously, this is not something we're going to make money off of because normally you would print, like, 5,000 shirts and then right, you sell them. Right, but
2: these are custom. Right.
0: These are going to be mm-hmm. – n- no one else is going to want jersey number 80. Sorry, Lee. But, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know, so you're going to want your own episode number. Yeah, right. And we also don't know if we're going to go with Chuck and Roxy – Then the episode number, like Ed Butt suggested, episode 51, or if we're just going to go with episode, Episode. Mm -hmm. you know, because I think they're both good ideas. I would love to be able to give you that option of either
2: yeah right but
0: I think we're gonna have to go with one yep so uh, we'll figure it out I'm on maybe it Maybe
2: we'll do a poll
0: yeah maybe we could do that we could do Twitter. a
2: mock-up of two different versions and then post it with a poll and well, see what people. well the two like. different
0: versions though I think one like we have for the softball that we just oh, got different material it's not really different material but different cut like yeah. the jerseys normally always button all the way up in the front right and then so like this new version of the softball one that I really like it's almost like a Henley it has yeah. like two buttons at the top but right. it doesn't button all the way so right. it's not a t-shirt but it's it's not a jersey that buttons all the way down. Okay,
2: so we'll do two polls because
0: the buttons; those are going to be expensive. Yeah, the ones right. that I could probably get for like thirty bucks, right. forty bucks, maybe. Right. You know, with shipping. Well, and everything. we'll do two polls: so one anyway. with the
2: material, and then the next one with the what you know. want on the back.
0: It just blows my mind that littles would want to. I know it's so exciting. Buy a shirt with an episode number on yeah. or like a jersey, I should yeah. say. So anyway, that's just amazing. But anyway, we're out of time, Roxy. Uh, It's been a great episode for us to reminisce of our amazing trip out to Syracuse Mm -hmm. again this year. Probably the smartest thing we ever did a year ago. And now it's the second smartest thing we did because we got to see so many people. And it was such a good time. And we just thank everyone for your support. Mm -hmm. You know, without you, there wouldn't have been that episode because the littles just kept coming up. And I'm sorry there were some that came up, but we were doing other stuff or busy with other stuff. So we didn't get them on. But we'll get you on for like five mediocre minutes at some point. And it was just so great for the turnout and for the charity and all that stuff. So we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us.
2: Go to our website, LoyalLittlesPod.com. Everything you need is right over there.
0: Make sure you do that. And then remember, if you do, go to Apple and iTunes. Make sure you give us a nice rate and review. Dina in Damascus, episode 53? Yes. Woo, nailed that. She actually asked. She, It was actually a good question. She's like, what exactly does that do? Mm-hmm. And basically, it just puts us higher up. If we get good rate and reviews, anything that ties into the podcast A lot of times when, like, say you're listening to the Tony Kornheiser show, it'll say when you're done, it'll say, if you like this, you you might might like this. this. Mm -hmm. But not if we don't have a nice rate review system. So the more ratings and positive reviews we get... The more chance that other littles might find us, because yeah. we're convinced there's still littles out there that know nothing about us.
2: Definitely. So, which
0: is really sad. So that's kind of what it does. It, it sends you higher up in the pecking order, and not just Tony Kornheiser. It could be, you know, like another, like Pablo's podcast. Sure, new it could Pablo's work for new that. pop. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's been on our podcast. So if you do the search, it's you, Pablo's in our show notes. Yeah. It's all that kind of stuff. Yep. It's, it's all, all that, connected. It's all connected, just like our connective tissue yes. for the loyal little. Yes. So thank you in advance for that, Roxy. If you need a book,
2: go to aaron'sbooks.com.
0: And if you need self-help.
2: Go to ModernSelfCare.us.
0: So make sure you go there. And make sure, though, the most important thing is to use our code.
2: LLPOD.
0: And put it in the comment section for Aaron's books. Yes. And in the code section for Modern Self Care. Yes. And get your discounts. Do Why? it. You'll be a dope. Don't be a dope.
2: Don't, don't be, be like Chuck. a dope.
0: Don't be a dope. And don't forget to... Use the
3: code!
0: Bye! Bamu.
4: me who knows how far we'll count the stars talk with me tell me how you are where'd you get that scar it's good to see you now you seem a little different so good to see you now this time i hope it's different
2: Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan.
1: What's up with that? Oh yeah.